any help if I turn my mixing board on? <laughs> hey, I never hey, claimed to be. Hey, check the gas. A... Is there gas in there? Move <laughs> yeah, the lawnmower. Oh when, yeah, right. When you were a kid. Yeah, make sure it's plugged in. Yeah, right. You got technicians to do all this. No, stuff no, for you. I don't. I'm you a do it all yourself. Show. Yeah. Right? Oh, really? Show. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So, uh, Doug Billings, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, podcaster, author. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Utah and Salt Lake. It's good to be here. Beautiful, beautiful isn't town, it? beautiful state. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. Gorgeous. Part of God's world out there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of citizens here in Utah that, that love God. Good. I know they and, do. And, uh, you know, we're a, we're, we're a God-fearing uh, community here. Mm-hmm. And we love our freedoms. We love our Constitution. We, we believe the Constitution is divinely inspired, just like you said. Yes. Yes. And uh, so I appreciated your message because a lot of it had to do with, with God. And, and we have an organization called United Citizens Alarm. Yep. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions, if it's okay. I know okay. You're, you're a political commentary. Yep. I know you talk a lot about vaxes, mm-hmm. uh, probably the election, probably yep. the border, things yep. like that. Yep. Our niche, it, it, we, we spawned because there was violence in my hometown in a riot. Yep. Ken Dudley got shot. And I said, I'm not, I can't do, I can't just sit here. We showed up, 300 people the next day, mm-hmm. and we sent a very clear message that we're not going to put up with violence in our towns. Good. Um, so our niche is civil unrest, okay. moving into emergency preparedness, natural disasters, and kind of an amped up new, organized, and disciplined neighborhood watch. Wonderful. Good. So I don't, can you comment on the violence that's going on? especially the sustained violence that's going on in cities like Portland, why it's happening, who's, who's promoting it, in your opinion, mm-hmm. uh, and why, is, why aren't more people standing up and just saying, why, we have to stop this in our town? Yeah. Um, why does it almost seem like guys like us are, are the bad guys, the domestic terrorists, right. and we've got Antifa out there who are actually doing bad things right. that aren't on the, the list? Gosh, so much there to unpack. Yeah. First of all, thanks for your service to the country. Thanks for doing what we all should be doing as patriots, getting involved, getting involved and uh, at your local level, because really it is all politics are local. Uh, getting involved at the local level is how we begin to retake our republic back from the current state of the nightmare uh, in, in which we're in. And we are in a nightmare. So to unpack mm-hmm. what you what you were asking, who's at, what's, at, what's at the core responsibility? What's at the core reasoning? Uh, what's at the core... What's at the core of all of this violence that we see? This, the destruction of cities, the toppling of statues, the arson, the anarchy, etc. So, first of all, we notice that all of that happens in cities. And this is true. Usually, I have a red flag when I hear all-inclusive words or, or you know, uh, ultimate words like all or never or always. Always, when you look at those situations, it has happened in cities that are run, led, and managed by members of the Commune Socialist Party. Now, commu socialist. Why does he say that? What does that mean? Well, there are no more Democrats in America in the elected class. There are none. Now, they'll still use that term, obviously, and they'll put a D behind their name. But in the elected class in the United States, there are no more Democrats. It's the commu socialist party. Every one of them have to some degree capitulated to a conglomeration of socialism, communism, and Marxism. So I call them the commu socialists. You mentioned Portland. You have um, Seattle, you have other major cities, Minneapolis, throughout the country. You have Sacramento, San Francisco. I, I could go on. The, the common thread, they're, they're run, led, and managed by members of the Communist Socialist Party. And they, they not only encourage this chaos and this carnage, but they plan it. This is not accidental. This is not organic. It just didn't happen because George Floyd was murdered. It didn't. That was the spark. 
that initially ignited all of this. You see, when we go back in time and we look over the last 19 months, what did we have? We had a shutdown because of a virus that has a 100% statistical survival rate. We're shut down. We're locked down. We've never experienced anything like this before. We can't go out. We're losing our jobs. Uh, we need something else. The communist socialists would begin to plot. We need something else. We need something to light this on fire. Really, what? And then George Floyd happens. Well, that was it. Poof. It blew up. Literally, the country was on fire. Now, who's promoting this? The communist socialist government and people like George Soros and others who will pay activists, Black Lives Matter and Antifa, domestic terror groups, to come in, have pallets of bricks delivered to city street corners to be used. We've seen enough of this. Anybody out there that's anywhere near engaged in what's going on in this country has seen the news clips of the Antifa members, the Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter members, coaching, guiding, uh, educating, teaching, training these thugs on the streets as to what to do. Go here, go there. Okay, now we're going to move down to the street. Here's the pallet. Take those bricks. Throw them through the window. Let's go to- topple that statue. There's a statue of Jesus Christ. Let's topple it. And let's burn that church. And let's riot and loot and steal and create carnage and tyranny. And so we have a, a deep-rooted, left-leaning mob of people. Now, the good news in all of this is that they are a vast minority of people in this country. The media will show those film clips and they will, the media will bolster that narrative and they will help amplify that narrative. But I'm here to tell you that this country and this republic is comprised of 90% of us. 90% of the people in this country, and I'm not just, this is not a platitude, I believe this in my heart. 90% of the people in this country live their lives with conservative values. What do I mean by that? Most of the people in this country believe in God. Most people in this country go to church. Most people in this country believe that marriage is a sacrament between a man and a woman and that there's no amount of surgery or hormones that will change your sex. If you're born a woman, you're a woman. If you're born a man, you're always going to be a man. No matter how much surgery and how many hormones you take, it won't change the makeup of your soul. And so... We also have, I think, in this country over the last several generations, parents, and this will be my last point and I'll stop, I'll stop bloviating here, but we, we have several generations of parents who have taught their children that they don't need to go through adversity in life, that there's no need to worry about challenges or adversities or, or tragedies because I'll take care of you. And oh, by the way, here's a participation trophy. Just show up and oh, do you need a safe space to take a test? Do you, do you need, you know, are we, are we, white people now, the racist, are we systemically racist because we're white or are we systemically racist because we're police officers? Is this country systemically racist because it was founded upon and, 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 and guided by and formed by men who were once slave owners? Let's think about that. And we have all of that going on and they've trained their children to be absolute snowflakes. And we saw that demonstrated in 2016 to a degree when Trump won the election, where we saw everybody in tears because they weren't trained in their life how to overcome challenges, how to overcome adversity. When you lose an athletic event or a challenge, how do you cope? How do you get over? You know, And how do we ultimately survive? So all of that, I'm sorry that was a long answer no. to your question, but all of that is combined and is the reason why we saw cities on fire over these last 19 months. Hmm. So we hear that word they a lot. And I've thought they. about this a lot. That they're, that, you know, and we'll get to back to the writing, for instance. It almost seems like it's being encouraged. It almost seems like it's being funded. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like somebody wants this. Right. I can't figure out 
unless you want power, ultimate power, and to destroy our country, why? What good does it do? Who benefits? Uh, and why? You know, right. why? Like, is Soros hate America that bad that he would fund fund it to create violence, to create division, to draw us apart, so that? bad politicians could come in and take over the and short destroy answer. our constitution and change our country the short answer is absolutely yes absolutely yes they do if you if you follow and research people like Saul Alinsky who was the mentor to Hillary Clinton who was a domestic terrorist who blew things up who tried to assassinate people and that he would rise to such a stature he's now a university I, I, the name of the university escapes me but he was Hillary Clinton's mentor you have uh, Saul Alinsky you have um, George Soros who who Obviously, well-documented funding the local domestic terrorism here in America, the Black Lives Matter movement, which I know you here in Salt Lake City and Provo and other have had firsthand encounters with their violence uh, and and Antifa. So, yes, they want to they want. Look, Barack Obama, when, when these people talk about the grasp for power and their desire for it, they very rarely lie. Now, they'll lie about a whole number of other things, and sometimes they mix lies with the truth to confuse us and to fool us. Barack Obama never really lied about how his, he had a dream to rebuild America, to reimagine America, and to, to build back better. That's, that was the big phrase. You know, and it sounds to the left, they think, oh, that sounds great. Rebuild America. You know, hey, build back better. Great. And, they, and, he, and he really seduces an entire segment of the population into deconstructing America. Mm. And he began to then talk about deconstructing America out loud and how he envisioned this new reawakening. He's a Marxist, make no mistake, Barack Obama. And then he said in an interview on 60 Minutes, just either prior to his departure from the White House or shortly thereafter, he said something to the effect of, you know, I rather fancy the idea of being on my veranda at home in my retirement with a microphone, whispering my orders and my commands and my wishes into the ears of the President of the United States and, there, and thereby getting a third term as President. He said that on 60 Minutes. Mm. It's documented. That's exactly what he's doing now. He is actually running the White House. He, Barack Obama is in Washington, D.C. running it, and he is part of the reason why this chaos is existing and perpetuated in the United States. Susan Rice, I'll give you another name. She has an office in the West Wing. Susan Rice, of course, handpicked by Barack Obama back in the day. She's now giving orders to Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden administration about what to do at the border, in Afghanistan, and wherever else. And it's as if now they don't even care uh, about their reputation or the possibility of being reelected. They don't even care. They're being, so, it's as if they're kamikazes, you know, flying their planes of destruction into our republic, blowing themselves up, putting this stuff out on the table, completely trying to transform America, not even being covert about it anymore. They're completely out in the open. And uh, it's really something to watch and reflect upon. But I believe that's the truth and I believe that's what's happening. And it's funded by Soros and people like that. So for guys like me that feel like I'm trying to make a difference, I'm just a teeny little drop in the bucket. And I feel like we're, I feel like we're outgunned and I feel like we're outnumbered. And I feel like, uh, um, I would feel a little bit hopeless if it wasn't for my belief in God yep. and just yep. knowing that, Hey, we're doing yep. something good. Let's keep at it. Trust yep. him. But 
what, what's the yeah. end game for the good guys? Yeah. You know, so, how do we win? Right. So we win by we exercise those demons from us. There are demons that are named complacency. There are demons named chaos. And there are demons named cynicism who will infect us and begin to make us think that, well, you know, we're, we're here today, you and I, in Salt Lake City, and we're at the Liberty Conference. And there's 4,000 people out there in the auditorium behind us, behind these walls. And, and there are demons that would say, well, that's nonsense. That Those things don't do any good. And there are people that... that become possessed by these demons. And you think I'm kidding and I'm not. We, what, so the answer to your question is we, we guard ourselves against those demons. And yes, I mean demons. I mean, we are in a spiritual war just as much as we are in a political one. We have Satan who is having a great time right now with his demons, chaos, cynicism, and, and complacency. And we have to be on guard and cast those demons out. We have to forge ahead. So the answer to your question is don't give up. You're doing exactly what the founders intended the local citizens to do, to get involved. And look, none of us are, we, we don't, none of us by, as an individual uh, are, are called to change the course of history by ourselves. None of us. We do our own little thing. We, what we can do, where, what can we can control? I can control what I do for a living. I can go on air every day at the right side with Doug Billings and have a show. And I can bring people on. We can talk about these things in the hopes of waking people up. You can have a company where you protect people, where you take a stand as citizenry peacefully to protest, to monitor, to protect, to become the new, what was it, the group in New York, the Guardian Angels, whatever. Remember that? The new Guardian Angels, where you're out there doing what you can do. You're doing exactly what God has called you to do. And God doesn't call you to say, you've got to change the course of history. Mm -hmm. Uh -uh. Do what you can do for this republic. And in your own way, you're answering God's call. And so cheers to you. Yet this is what everyone in the republic should be doing. We, we, we on, the, on the conservative side, for too long, have not been involved. And the demon of complacency has gotten a hold of us. We have, we have capitulated the, the management, the running, and the leadership of this country away from we the people to the elected officials. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Our republic was, was inspired by God himself. We are a covenant nation. And it is intended, our country, our republic, by virtue of our founding documents, to be led, run, and managed by we the people, not President Trump, not the military, we the people. And when you look at it and you reflect on it, I think every, anybody that has any shred of intellectual maturity would, would conclude that, you know what, that's right. Since roughly the time of World War II, we have just not been involved as a conservative movement in the management of this republic. We've just assumed that the Republicans that we've elected would do a good job. But we know that's crazy. That hasn't worked out well for us. And so now we have to reevaluate, do exactly what you're doing, and we get involved. And as General Flynn says so eloquently, local action has national impact. And I can tell you right now, I look you right in the eyes, and I know that people are just listening to our voices. You are entering into people's lives and making differences for the better, and you're called by God to do that. I appreciate that. You're it's, welcome. It's a little it's overwhelming, truth. you know, but it, but it's a blessing. And it I know uh, it's been hard work for a lot of people. We have a lot of people volunteering yep. time yep. here and have yep. sacrificed a lot, but yep. um, I haven't felt this rewarded oh, in a long me. time. And yeah. you know the other thing? I haven't felt afraid. No. I have yeah. not felt afraid, and I felt more hopeful. Yes. And an event like this, yes. where we all come together, we don't have the exact same, you know, niche, you right. know, or a cause. But together, if we're doing our causes individually, 
we can we can do this. How, are you feeling optimistic? I mean, oh my about, gosh, yes. about the you know oh. uh, the patriots, oh, uh, yes. the Americans that yes. want uh, our country back. A- absolutely. Look, our, our our republic is not on its deathbed. We are not going anywhere. Now, I know that the media will paint a picture that looks bleak. I do believe we're in a nightmare. Joe Biden and the the, the fake presidency that he has. Uh, the stolen election, all of that. Look, when, when things are stolen from us, we want it back as soon as possible. I get the sense of impatience in America. They want this thing to be course corrected. They know that President Trump was reelected and that the Communist Socialist Party stole it. And I believe that. That's a fact. Look, we've proven in Arizona already that fraud is now a fact. However, we also have to bless ourselves with the gift of patience. We have to understand that we have to keep up this work. We understand that this nightmare that we're in, we will wake from one day. And it will be over. And the way that we wake ourselves up and we bring this thing to a close is through our involvement. I'll say it until I'm blue in my face. It's not the military. They're not going to swoop in. You're not going to see the military take over and usher President Trump back. First of all, our republic is not designed to operate like that. And I know there's lots of people out there calling for that. It's nonsense. Give yourself permission to let that one go because it invites the demon complacency to move in. And thereby we sit by and just wait for this myth of the military. So that's one, stop doing that. Number two, get involved. This is how we win. The Republic is strong. We're again, a covenant nation founded by God. God does not abandon things that he started. And we have, again, I'll just remind us if we haven't, if I haven't mentioned it already, I happen to believe that we in America have four of the most divinely inspired documents that have ever been given to human beings. We have the Bible first and foremost, the clear pathway to our salvation for eternity. We also have in this country, and the world to a degree has these documents as well, our Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, and our Bill of Rights, all of which are inspired by God and written by men. And I believe it. And they supplement the Bible. And through all of those documents, the Bible, we find our personal eternal salvation through Jesus Christ. And the other documents lead us into wonder, joy, meaning, life, liberty, and the pursuit and acquisition of happiness. And it's exactly God's will for us. This life is wonderful. It's always a good day. I leave from these things so motivated and so inspired. I almost feel selfish. I love coming to these things because I walk away filled with the Holy Spirit, God the Father, and His Son, Jesus, and a camaraderie of people that will last, I hope, for the rest of my life. And this is exactly what patriots have done since even before our republic was founded. We gather to motivate with each other, uh, network with each other, and to motivate one another to not only the glory and providence of God, but to the wonders and the beauty and the potential this republic will always hold. Mm. Got to keep God center. Yes, sir. That's and, the way and, we win. And that's probably why we're losing. Yeah, uh, we've lost our way for a while. Because God has been removed from yep. the equation. Yep. So. I've, I've strengthened my personal faith by talking to you. Thank you, Doug. And I appreciate that. And yeah. so uh, for those of our listeners, it's Doug Billings, the right side the podcast. Right. Yep. And the book is the same title. Is that right? Well, it's or, the, the book is your wonderful life. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. That's all right. It's your wonderful life. Um, uh, and the, the website, in case people would be so kind to stop by, is DougBillings.us, and they can see all of the podcast shows over there. There's a, there's a merchandise, there's a store. There's you can subscribe to the program, five bucks a month uh, to help support the program. DougBillings.us, the right side with Doug Billings. Well, it's been an honor to meet you and talk to honor. you, man, and I really appreciate it. I appreciate and, uh, what you're doing, and it makes you. a difference. And I'll just say this in closing. You know, our, our calling in life is is to follow Jesus and to, and to acquire our salvation through his holy name. And second to that, I've always thought, at least since my young years, 
Once upon a time, I was in the seminary and studied to be a priest, although that's many, many years ago. <laughs> but I learned something that I, I've believed in, and I, I see you doing this, and I see people involved, and not only in your company and the volunteers that you work with, but part of our calling in life is to continually enter into the lives of others to make differences for the better. And you, my friend, are fulfilling the meaning of life. Thank you. And I, I'm an Irishman. I'm an easy cry, but that'll make me cry every I'm a time. Scotsman. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, man. You're welcome. Thank God you bless so you. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks for answering the call and getting involved. Absolutely. God bless you. Yeah.